Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. And I'm your host, Dr. P, Dr. Pat Basile, joined by Mr. Benny Mathers, getting ready to put up the little sign for the Dr. Pat Show so web, we all know who's webcast. Here. What do we call it? A webcast? A webcam? Webcams, a web streaming on live, online? Streaming you know? uh, video. There you work. That's going to be able to look at Dr. Darvish as she's, she's sitting there. Looking so fine these days. Dr. Nusheen Darvish is my very special guest joining us here today. Big, big, big conversation. Um, uh, Dr. Darvish is, of course, the medical director of Holistic Medical Center. And more importantly, she has a worldwide blog that for those of you that are listening outside of the Seattle area, I want to make sure that you get that information about her blog, and you will. Today, breast cancer awareness, prevention, detection, and treatments. This is the conversation today. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about anatomy, statistics, risk factors, signs and symptoms, early detection, groundbreaking new technology that is going to make make life a lot easier for most of us women. And who other than Dr. Nusheen Darvish to bring that conversation to life? Welcome to the show. Say hi to camera. Hello. Dr. <laughs> Pat, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I did a I did a whole show about you the other day. Oh you did? I did. I didn't I w- even know. You didn't even know. Um but I'll talk about that later. And you know uh, and honestly you and I are gonna do a show on my personal healing journey. Um, there are so many things we, we are discovering thanks to you. I mean, there really are. Well, I don't know if you want to thank me. I haven't discovered it. Uh, Well, I do want to thank you. Uh, but we are, I mean, what I've gotten to experience through the work that you do is that there is a conversation that doesn't include the way the words, no, I can't, no, you can't. I don't think you've ever said that to me. Now, maybe you say it to some other people, but you've never really said that to me. And it's very different conversation. I've had some time to think about this, by the way, just so you know. Well, Pat, you know, this reminds me of if I ever heard the word that you can't. And first of all, I don't think I ever heard it from my parents. But secondly, I remember a teacher of mine way back when I was in first or second grade saying, the word can't does not exist in the dictionary. Mm. Mm. So why use it? Uh, so, <laughs> well, that's really the question. Why use it when there's so much that is out there and we just need to tap into it? I think we fall too quickly to the devils within us, the negativity within us. And it's a lot easier to do that than to um, overstep or go beyond right the exploration stay in the question exactly and become more positive look at the positivity of life look at what's out there in hope and you know what my belief is that we were put on this face of this earth for a particular reason and um, we have been given within us and around us all that we need to survive to heal and to progress Mm mm-hmm 
And it's not often what we can see, touch, or hear with our five senses, but it also includes the senses that are the faculties of our mind and spirit. And right now, in this world of ours, we are too involved in tapping into the physical senses. Mm. And if at the physical level it doesn't exist, we believe that it doesn't exist and um, immediately become hopeless. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, no question about that. And yet, if if we really believe that there is, we have been given all the power within and around us um, that we can heal, then if if we don't find it one place, we keep searching until we find it. And I think that's the biggest thing that um, people find when they come to our office is that we don't give up. You don't give up. You and just persist. You do persist. And not only that, but you're always looking for whatever is out there that's going to up-level uh, the science, the medicine, in what you do. And our healing. And our healing. Definitely. And, and that works. And honestly, we will do a show, Dr. Darvish and I, will do a show about my personal healing journey. Many of you have heard me talk about it a little bit, but I, I haven't really talked about it so much. Um, we're not quite finished with it, but we will be, I believe, shortly. Uh, and, you, you know, and we're going to talk about breast cancer awareness. But I want to say this to you. The strangest conversations happen in the strangest places. Yesterday, doing my taxes with Bill Loughran out in Edmonds, and I was sharing him what my year was like. I really did graphically tell him. He pushed his chair back and said, you're kidding. I have got a friend that has been suffering for five years the same thing that, like you, with the panels partially showing up, but the doctor's not paying attention. I said, you know what? Tell him to call me. I'll give you Dr. Darvish's number, and let's see if we can do something differently. That's what today's conversation is about. We've got a lot to cover. Breast cancer awareness is just the tip of what we talk about. There's so much we can do in terms of prevention, detection, and treatments. But so many people are not aware of what you're doing. Believe me, I wake up every day in deep gratitude that I came across, found you, even if it was for some ridiculous reason. But this is really a conversation today when we talk about breast cancer awareness to make everyone conscious of the fact they're going to hear some new things. They are, Pat. And, you know, this is a perfect time to do this because October this month is a Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this is one of the reasons I decided to talk about this is because I think every woman should be aware of what they need to know, what, th- what things they need to do to prevent this cancer that is found lifetime risk in the United States amongst women, one in eight. So one in eight of us hanging out there will be diagnosed with breast cancer unless we do something about it Mm. now and not wait for the diagnosis. And this also goes to educating our daughters and teaching them to do prevention, Pat. It's not just about us as, you know, older females. It's about the younger ones, too. There's no question about it because you're going to share some statistics. But the bottom line is that it used to be about older women and breast cancer. That's not what we're finding anymore. No, and you know, um, well, we know that breast cancer incidence and deaths increase uh, with age, but 
There's also been a higher increase of incidence of breast cancer found in um, females who've had uh, pregnancies, um, younger females less than 40. And, you know, the, the problem is that breast cancer, when it's found in females under the age of 40, it's much more aggressive, much faster, uh, and less responsive to treatment. And so... And often missed, I should say, often missed on mammograms. And so here we are left with a dilemma of this group of females between, let's say, 25, 28, and 40 that are extremely um, high risk for breast cancer, and nobody's doing anything about it. Exactly. You know? Nobody's yeah. doing anything about it. We are recommending mammograms for females over 40. And that's mainly because mammograms tend to detect more breast cancer in the in the age, in the postmenopausal age in females over the age of fifty. Most of them us are more missed. seasoned people. That's right. Most seasoned people. That's us. Females. Yes. Right. So it's often the mammograms detect more of the cancers in the postmenopausal, but um, they miss a lot of it for the females under the age of 50, mm -hmm. especially under the age of 40. And, um, you know, and the reason being that mammograms tend to be more selective in finding the slow-growing cancers. And where we need the most help is in the fast-growing cancers the aggressive, with mammograms. The aggressive, yes. So this is where, you know, I went out digging, and I've been searching for years, and have found this... Um, this uh, diagnostic technique, uh, but wasn't able to find the best camera that would do what I wanted it to do. And the the system is a thermography system, and we've had a show on it before, but I just wanted to raise people's awareness again that yes. thermography is basically a camera, an imaging system. It takes a picture. It's an infrared camera. It takes a picture of the heat patterns in the breast tissue. Now, from the heat patterns, we can see changes happening hormonally. We can see changes happening that may possibly be leading to breast cancer la later on. And we can see changes that are because of breast cancer that are being missed by mammograms. So females say, well, why do uh, thermography, if you're going to send me for breast uh, mammogram anyways, if there is something suspicious, I say, well, here's why. Because if on the thermography something's coming up positive, you do a mammogram, it's negative, I'm going to make sure you do an ultrasound. If the ultrasound is still negative, I'm going to make sure that you do an MRI, which they will probably find something suspicious. And if that's suspicious, they end up doing a biopsy and figure, making sure that you do or you don't have the breast cancer. But look at how many females go through the basic screening of mammograms. Their mammograms come out negative. And then they stop right there and then. And it's two, three, four years later, suddenly they've got breast cancer. And it's because mammogram missed it. Honestly, it is, you know, I, I think the old school conversation is two, three, four years. But I have to tell you, there are two people that I know that eight months after the mammogram had a lump. And so we're going to talk about why that is. But what I love is we're talking about four screens of protection and not one. That's what all of us women are really eager to hear about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Uh, Pat Show. Dr. Nusheen Darvish in the house. We'll be right back.
Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistic Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistic Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes from people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckel lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more about Dr. Darvish, go to drdarvish.com. And when you get there, you're going to find lots and lots of information. Sign up for the newsletter. Go check out the blog, Truth Behind Your Pain. And you'll see that Dr. Darvish is talking about a whole lot of different things. Today, we're talking about breast cancer, breast cancer awareness, prevention, detection, and treatments. And we started this conversation out by saying, look, one line of defense is not enough. There are several lines of defense, and now we have the technology to be, to be be really short about it. Where do we go from there? 
Well, Pat, first of all, I wanted to let everyone know that because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month that uh, we at Holistic Medical Center are offering a reduced rate for the thermography, for the breast thermography. Uh, typically, it runs around 260 which is much less expensive, I must say, than mammograms, mm-hmm. but much more sensitive. And this month, it's running about $197 if you schedule before the end of the month. So if you call and schedule, as long as you call and schedule an appointment, even if you want to schedule in November, December, Good. but schedule call before October 31st, you'll get the discounted rate. And, you know, call 425 451 Zero four zero four. That's Dr. Darvish's office. Four two five four five one zero four zero four. Or can they send an email if they've got some additional they questions? They definitely can. Info at drdarvish dot com. D r d a r v i s h dot com. And I want to make sure all of you know this is a call-in show. We're going to talk about a lot, but we want your questions. We don't want to skim over anything that's on your mind. So you can call toll-free into the show at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, thermography. We want to get that to be a household name. We do. We do, Pat. You know, we're finding or the studies have shown that when you add in thermography as a screening, you're up to 90%, 95% detection of uh, cancer. Whereas if you're just doing mammography for females under the age of 40, it's around 40 to 50%. And so where's 50% and where's 90%? I want every woman to know about this thermography. I am so passionate about what this thing can detect and what changes we can do, you know, to prevent the breast cancer. And I think the reason I am so passionate about this thermography is because it gives us one more tool to act upon, be active in our own health care and in taking care of ourselves and preventing the diseases that are out there that don't need to be out there. And, uh, you know, if there is anything that's uh, changing, the breast hormones are changing or there is precancerous stuff that uh, we may be detecting, there is stuff that we can do about that we're going to talk about on the show. And, you know, this is really for many people. They can definitely find out more by going to drdarvish.com. Um, but we really didn't have this technology two years ago. Or had it in a way that it was easily accessible. Thermography was approved as an FDA um, diagnostic, uh, a reliable diagnostic tool for detecting, for for, I should say, for screening breast cancer in the 1980s. Okay. And this is when they had not very sensitive cameras. Mm -hmm. Now we have technology in the last couple of years that is highly sensitive. We're talking about this camera being able to detect the heat off of one hair strand 11 feet away from the camera. What that means is that the tiniest little capillaries that we have in our bodies are the thickness of a hair strand. So if there is any inflammation happening in any of those capillaries, any of those blood vessels, tiny, tiny blood vessels, this thermography will detect that. Now, when there is inflammation or heat happening in a blood vessel, this can indicate infection. It can indicate inflammation, but it can also indicate cancer or precancer 
area because cancer tumors, cancer cells grow by producing this complex blood vessel system around themselves. So when there's these tiny blood vessels feeding this area of tumor, this thing will grow and grow and grow. And if we can detect that there is blood vessel formation happening in this one area, we're going to be highly suspicious. And if we're highly suspicious, we're going to figure out if it is cancer or not. And if it's not, um, what are we going to, well, if it is even, what are we going to do about it to reduce this this um, blood vessel formation. And there's many, many things that we can do alternatively, um, naturally, that will reduce the risk that we don't have to deal with the side effects of the medications that Mm -hmm. are out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is really a conversation you've been having with, uh, you know, most of the patients that come in uh, to, you know, um, to, to, you know, your practice. Uh, How are they receiving this now? What kind of results are they seeing? Well, Pat, first of all, we've, we've caught a number of um, cancers, breast cancer, that were missed on mammograms. Wow. Okay. And the lucky thing is that we've wow. caught it in the, sta- in the first stages, in stage two, which means that it hasn't broken away and uh, passed on into other parts of the body. It's still pretty localized, which makes it a lot easier to treat, and the survival, survival rate goes way up when you catch it in, the, in its initial stages. So, you know, I've, I've had patients who've had mammograms. No, it's negative. Nothing's there. Uh, I just had it, you know, three months ago, four months ago. We did a thermography, and there is something suspicious there. There is something happening. Let's let's do further testing. So this, you know, it's part of my personality, I guess, is thermography. It um, gives me a reason to be more persistent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it is so, it so suits you. It really does. I was just thinking about that. You know, I, I've described sort of, you know, what it's like working with you. And somebody said, oh, it's like peeling an onion back. I said, you know, not really. I said, it's, you know, an onion is kind of easy to peel back. You know, I thought about it. I said, you know, it's really not quite like that. You know, imagine peeling something back that has many more layers than an onion. And what I thought about was how quickly some of those layers can be removed and how some of them are a little stubborn. You know, but it does. this does fit you very well. Yeah, and you know, the way, the way I like to think about it is like a rose. Oh, that's sweet. You know, and, and it's because a rose, if you look at the petals of the rose, they cross, right? It's not, they're not separated from one another. There is an interaction that happens between every single petal. And um, as one falls off, it can affect the other. Mm. Or as we open it up, you can see what's happening inside. Mm. And so if we think of ourselves as a flower or rose that, where the petals are opening up one at a time, and sometimes multiple, it's a lot easier. It's, it's a lot more complex than just one layer of the onion being mm-hmm. peeled away. Onion is very simple. Mm. I do agree it is, with you. It is pretty simple. Uh, and in, honestly, to be able to save people's lives like we're talking about today is so important. Now, you're out of Washington State, your, uh, your office. Where is Washington State in the scheme of things with this? Because everybody thinks we're like, we're green here. We're raised consciousness here. I mean, we go through that. So one would expect us to be low when it comes to disease. You know, we, in terms of breast cancer, we have, the th- according to the 2009 statistics, yes. we are 
number three highest incidence of breast cancer in the United States. Ouch. Okay, number one is Connecticut. Number two is Hawaii. I have Which to think about surprising. that. It is a little surprising. But okay, because you think of vitamin D and Hawaii. Yeah, and, I'm not sure. Right? But, uh, well, but let's talk about some of the risk factors, and maybe that'll kind of, you know, make sense of um, of what some of the symptoms are that lead to breast cancer other than genetics. Well, Pat, number one is um, we saw a rise in um, breast cancer in the 1980s and 1990s. And the reason for that, one reason, you know, um, the science says is because of uh, mammography being um, put out there Uh, and more uh being detected. But there was even a further rise after mammography came into place. And it was a rise with the increased use of um, hormone therapies, hormone replacement therapies. Okay. Yeah. And they have, I mean, if you go on Google HRT and breast cancer, you will find evidence and, you know, federal government agencies and NIH and all these big groups saying how breast cancer is increased by the use of hormone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not talking about bioidentical hormone replacement. We're talking about the synthetic stuff. Yep, which you get in birth control pills, too. Which you get in birth control. And they do acknowledge and have shown that oral contraception pills also increase your risk for breast cancer. So we're not just looking at older females, perimenopausal, postmenopausal, who are on these hormone therapies, but look at the number of females from 15, 14 years of age on that are on birth birth control pills for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Exactly. Right? Um, and then we wonder why we have an increased risk of breast cancer. So that's one one big one. The other couple are um, alcohol and inactivity. So if we're not exercising, we're not getting the blood flowing, detoxification happening, and then we're adding alcohol to our system, which causes the liver to get damaged and not be able to detoxify hormones as well, we're increasing our risk for breast cancer. Obesity is another one, um, and the reason is because estrogen um, sits around fat tissue. Okay. Okay. And so the more fat tissue we have, the more estrogen we have. And the more estrogen we have, the higher risk of breast cancer is. Wow. Okay. Now, here is a very interesting one. The int- uh, this risk factor is to do with females who work night jobs, like nurses and flight attendants. When our circadian rhythm is disturbed, our incre- there is an increased risk for breast cancer. Oh, so my goodness. So when you are not sleeping at night, you have a much higher risk for breast cancer than if you were sleeping at night. Well, we're going to talk about this and much more. That's some, that's some information. Dr. Nusheen Darvish in the house. If you have a comment, question, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. DrDarvish.com is the website. We'll be right back. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, maca magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit macaroot.com. That's M-A-C-A root.com. Call 541-846-6222. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you know Greek Gods Yogurt has 20 billion life and active probiotic bacterial cells per serving? This healthy type of bacteria in yogurt helps boost the immune system by protecting the gastrointestinal tract and fighting off harmful organisms, preventing disease, and helping you keep in tip-top shape. Did you have your Greek Gods Yogurt for breakfast today? For more information, visit GreekGodsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Are you where you want to be right now? Do worry, fear, and doubt stop you from feeling your best and living abundantly? Create your heart's desire. Live life to the fullest. How? Schedule a coaching session with Dr. Joanne White, author, motivational speaker, life, business coach, and energy intuitive. The Success Doc will motivate and inspire you to your own greatness. Call 877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org. Perf Gold Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfcoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com. Be a part of intimate conversations with women's health pioneer, Dr. Christian Northrup, and lifestyle expert Cheryl Richardson as they take your questions and discuss the pitfalls and pleasures of practicing good self-care. This all-day event will help you create a life of health and happiness. It features individual presentations by each author as well as a joint appearance. Join us in Boston on October 17th for an empowering event. Visit hayhouse.com for seats. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Go check it out, drdarvish.com. Scroll down. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. But also check out Dr. Darvish's blog, Truth Behind Your Pain. Today we're talking about breast cancer awareness, some of the things that most of us have not heard before. Uh, but we're going to take you on a journey for the remainder of the show, which talks about some of the things that you want to be most aware of and then what some of those solutions might be. Um, for Dr. Darvish, if you want to... Uh, uh, take advantage of the special she has on the thermography. You can give them a shout at uh, 425-451-0404, 425-451-0404. If you have any questions during this show, give us a shout at 1-800-930-2819. Okay, let's talk about what this journey looks like. What are some of the things we should be mindful of? And then also we're going to talk about what we can do about it. 
So, Pat, you know, most people come into my office, I say, are you doing a self-breast exam? They said, no, we don't even know what to look for. You know, it's very confusing for a lot of females. I mean, it's a good idea, but most females out there don't know what they're looking for. And really, one of the things you're looking for is a little lump. It could be a, smaller than a pea, and um, it can be hard or not move around very much. Uh, sometimes it can be uh, star-shaped, but pointy at certain ends of it and uh, irregular looking. Um, other times you can just get a change in the skin color of the breast tissue or um, you can get the skin getting kind of retracted and it's because the the cancer is very sticky and it pulls on the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, other times you might find a little lump under the arm in the armpit and it could be as simple as just having extra discharge in one breast versus the other that looks funny or the nipples have changed Mm -hmm. but most of the time the 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 mass can be painless although about a couple of percent two percent of breast cancers are what we call inflammatory breast cancers that are more act more like infections and they're they progress very quickly they're um they are painful and red and act that way. So if you do have anything suspicious, you definitely need to see your doctor to get checked up. Now, the other part problem is that many females, and I can't tell you how many, probably about 90% of females that I do exams on have what we call fibrocystic breast tissue, which is when the breast is very dense in its tissue and lumpy. And um, females say, well, I can't find anything in this. You know, it's all lumpy. Well, first of all, the lumps will come and go um, with your cycle. So if you're menstruating females, the lumps will come and go. And the best time to do an exam on yourself is around 7 to 10th day of your cycle, um, which means that the first day of your period is the first day to count. So 10 days or 7 days after you start your period is when you want to do a little self-check. Okay, good. Okay. Um, So... Um, the other problem with the fibrocystic tissue is that mammograms can't pick up anything through them. And this is when we definitely want to have thermography done. And, you know, um, thermography, I recommend females over the age of 19 to start getting it every three, two to three years. And then once they get to age 30, you have it done on an annual basis. Uh, because we can follow patterns of changes that are happening in the breast tissue. So the earlier you start, the more we can see how normal this breast tissue is or how abnormal it is and uh, make changes as soon as possible. So the beauty of thermography is also that we can pick up changes that are going on in the fibrocystic breast tissue and females who have implants. Both of those are very difficult for mammogram to detect lumps in or cancer in. But thermography, it's much, much easier to detect changes in. And thermography is non-invasive. And I think it's really important to say there's, you know, this is a camera. It's not radiation. There isn't any of that that's going to go on with the, you know, the pictures that are taken. And there is no pain. And (laughs) You don't get squished. There are no, there is no pain out there. Wow. Okay. So, um, one of the things that I also want to let uh, inform people about is this whole idea of estrogen dominance. Most people don't know what that means. 
Estrogen dominance means that there is a lot more estrogen in your tissues than there is, for instance, progesterone. Progesterone, both of those, progesterone and estrogen are female hormones, um, although men have them too, but we just have them at a higher amount, and they cycle depending on the time of uh, your uh, cycle. So we tend to have a little bit more estrogen at the beginning of the cycle, a little bit more progesterone at the end of the cycle. Um, what happens, though, with many females, as time goes by, as toxicity increases, as we drink more alcohol, for instance, or we're exposed to chemicals and metals, um, hormone therapies, oral contraceptions, what we call xenobiotics, which are chemicals that are found in plastics um, and other um, environmental chemicals, these are all um, increase the estrogen in our body, mm. in our tissue. Okay, so what it does is it sets us up for having too much estrogen versus progesterone, and that is an increased risk for breast cancer, significant increased risk, because you've got a lot of estrogen receptors in the breast tissue, and the more estrogen that's there causes mutation, changes to happen in the cells, and then you've got cancer building up. So um, it's very important to figure out if you're estrogen dominant or not. Thermography is, again, one of those things where we can see the picture of um, um, the hormone changes to see if you are estrogen dominant or not. But there are other symptoms of estrogen dominance, like weight gain. If you do have fibrocystic breast tissue, PMS, migraines are another sign um, that can be a sign of estrogen dominance, heavy or irregular bleeding, um, things like uh, uterine fibroids or endometriosis, uh -huh. ovarian cysts. So many females at even the young age of 15 may be suffering from endometriosis, ovarian cysts. So they're almost born into this world with an estrogen-dominant system, which puts them at risk for breast cancer. And so what we're talking about with thermography is is a way to sort of track and, and, and really baseline certain patterns of body, you know, where the body is and how the body's changing. Um, and, you know, part of this is really to be at this place of, prevention in the sense that it's early detection. Yes, and Pat, here's the other thing that, you know, kills me, actually. It absolutely, I just get horrif horrified with this, is that females go in, they want their hormones checked. So they get their hormones checked, whether it's from blood, urine, saliva, whatever Whatever tissue, the test is. Right? They're getting it checked, and they come out with low estrogen, and uh, the doctor is very quick to put them on either bioidentical estrogen therapy or synthetic estrogen therapy, whatever. You know, it used to be more est synthetic it was, right. than bioidentical. Now more doctors are using bioidentical. Or they put them on oral contraceptions, right, with higher estrogen amounts to get that estrogen up. Well, what's happening is that the estrogen is not showing up in their blood, saliva, or urine, but it's sitting in the tissue, in the breast tissue itself. It's building up in there, and every doctor is missing it. 
And so what they're doing is giving you more estrogen, this adding to the estrogen sitting in the breast tissue and increasing your risk for breast cancer. And the simplest thing to know is to do a thermography to see if you've got estrogen dominance going on in the actual breast tissue. I mean, you can go for a biopsy if you wish, but a lot less invasive is to do a thermography to see if there's too much estrogen in the breast tissue. Because if you've got too much estrogen in the breast tissue right. and not enough in one of the you know other tissues like blood or urine or saliva, then it's very simple. You need to get rid of the estrogen buildup in the breast tissue, in your fat tissue, and um, not get any extra put in. Mm. Now, if we do wow. thermography and the hormones are balanced in the breast tissue and um, they're low in the saliva test or urine or whatever test you're doing, and we prescribe you estrogen to bring your levels up to control your perimenopausal hormones or whatever is going on, right? Um, hot flashes or whatever is going on, then again, we can monitor three months later and see if that estrogen we're giving you is increasing your breast tissue, if you have a tendency to build up instead of naturally detoxify this hormone. Wow. I mean, I, you know, this is really a lot of information that you all have to analyze and detect. And part of that is, you know, having a complete picture, which I know you, of course, do. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, Dr. Nusheen Darvish is in the house here. We're talking about breast cancer awareness prevention, detection, and treatments. Um, you know, as we take a look at, okay, now I've gotten the information. Of course, you've sat down with me and We've had a conversation. There's the next step, which talks about what do we do next? How do we take care of it? Um, what do we you need to know? You know, one of the things is no one likes to hear that, wow, sounds like or looks like you may have a little breast cancer going on because there is no such thing as a little breast cancer. Um, no one likes to hear that. And yet at the same time. There's this place of being able to tell people so they can do something about it. When we come back, we're going to talk about what that balance is. But more importantly, what is it that you can do now? What can you avoid? What changes do you need to make to get your body in balance anyway? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, we have a caller that we'll take when we come back. And Dr. Nusheen Darvish. We'll be right back. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want, tap into unlimited possibilities, and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Is Egypt calling you? 
Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2010 good timing guide, just go to AskMadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com and click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2010 Good Timing Guide today. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents, a popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's Margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's Dr. Pat's Makeover. Great song choice, Benny. Just absolutely amazing. Good job. Dr. Nusheen Darvish in the house. We're talking about breast cancer awareness, prevention, detection. For more information, if you want to check Dr. Darvish out, go to the website. You're going to get a lot of information when you go there. Go to drdarvish.com, D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Why don't we go to the phones first? I think we've got Susie on there. And let's take the call. Good morning. Hey, Susie. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, no problem. How can we help you today? Okay, I just wanted Dr. Darvish to get get a little background here. I have chronic Lyme. I've had it for at least 25, 26 years. And uh, I was put on um, as trace, but then when I looked at the medical literature and saw the parabens and propylene glycol used in radiator fluid, I decided to uh, ask my doctor for a compounded estriol. And I wondered if uh, estriol is in uh, the range of bioidentical HRTs that you do recommend. Yes, it is. Um, but again, only if you're not estrogen dominant. Ah. Okay, so if you are uh, estrogen dominant, I don't recommend estriol because it still will build up in your tissues. So uh-huh. as much as, uh, you know, there is some marketing out there regarding bioidentical hormones and its prevention against breast cancer um, or protection, progesterone is very protective. However, the estrogens, um, even if they're bioidentical and you have an estrogen dominant status in your breast tissue, you're going to still be put at 
a higher risk. So it's very important to get tested um, yeah, and for that. This is balanced out with a, a natural progesterone cream, and it was balanced out by the doctor talked with the compounding person, and so they put me. But I don't but I know s- that they actually tested me for estrogen dominance. Yeah, and I still don't know, and I still wouldn't know if your tissues are building up or right. not with the estrogen. So the best thing to do for you is to do a thermography to see if the estrogen levels are normal in uh, the pattern, the hormone pattern in the breast tissue is normal. If it is, then by all means keep going on the estriol. If it's making you feel good, great. If it's not, then we need to rethink. Yeah, no, because I had hyperplasia and a DNC earlier this year. Okay, yeah. So yeah but it wasn't on the same on. things either. So, yeah, I guess the thermography would be a great way to go, and I'm looking forward to getting literature and turning a lot of women on to your service. Thank you. You know, and the other aspect of this is that we do see a connection between Lyme disease and the breast cancers and some of the other cancers. So if you do have uh, Lyme disease, you definitely want to have it be uh, treated and taken care of um, yeah. because it can increase your risk. Are, are you getting that treated? Of course you are, right? Not yet. No, because I'm on uh, disability, which is extremely low, and it's been a downward spiral of, um, you know, poverty grinding me into the ground. But I want you to turn over to thinking more powerfully than thinking that I can't do it. Okay. Okay, I want you to think, yes, I can, I'm going to overcome this, and money is not an issue, or financials are not an issue, or my disability is not an issue, I can't do it. You won't believe how many females we've had um, who come through the office who are um, disabled or can't work or impoverished or whatever, and now they're working full-time jobs and uh, feeling the best they have ever felt in their life. Uh, better than when they were a kid. So um, it's, pow- it's possible. They're, the resources are there, and you just have to believe. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I want to say to you, Susie, about that, um, you know, having my personal healing journey as well, um, find a way to have a conversation with someone like Dr. Darvish about Lyme. Mm-hmm. Find a way. Whatever that is, even if it's a beginning conversation, there's going to be a lot of information that can be shared with you that can get you started in the right direction without an enormous cost to you. Very good. It's, I mean, you know, like today's show, right? You heard some things that you're going to share with other people. Yes, absolutely. I, I would encourage you to find a way to at least give Dr. Darvish a call, get in there for an appointment, figure out something to do so that you can have a conversation about Lyme. Today's show is not about Lyme, but I will tell you that she is one of the most sought-after folks in our area to uh, help people not not just eliminate Lyme, but to get their bodies back in balance without antibiotics. Okay. Well, thanks for all of that very valuable information. I appreciate your time on that. Thank you for your courage to call in. I appreciate that. Bless your heart. Bless you, too. Thank you. What a great question. It is really a conundrum. I mean, Susie just said it all, you know, to tell other people about what we're talking about today so that we can make informed decisions. Pat, this is why you do this and this is why I do this. It is why I do this. You know, because the whole idea is that our goal, both of our goals, what we have in common is that we want people to become knowledgeable. And as they become more and more knowledgeable, they become powerful and can act and they don't that the hope rises 
and they can go out there and not only help themselves, but help other people. And this is why you and I do this. I know. Let's talk a little bit about some of those things that if, you know, when folks come to see you, these are some of the things that you'll share with them. These are some of the things that we could all do and find a way to get them done. So let's talk a little bit about this. So prevention-wise, first of all, you know, alcohol increases risk of breast cancer. Yeah, so those of you out there sucking up the alcohol, just put it down for a bit. 21% increase of breast cancer if you're drinking two drinks per night. Okay? So get rid of the alcohol. Inactivity. If you're not exercising, get your body moving at least five times a week. And it doesn't have to be intense exercise. It can just be going out there for a walk for 45 minutes. Right. Okay? Those are very, very simple. Number three, sleep. Okay? We talked, we just briefly mentioned how the circadian rhythm, the clock in our body, when that's disrupted, it increases our risk for breast cancer. And so if we can get to a rhythm where you're going to bed at a regular time and waking up at a regular time with the hours of daylight and nighttime that you're more likely to decrease your risk for breast cancer. They're finding that if you're getting stimulation of light at an hour when you're supposed to be going to sleep is what causes um, the breast cancer risk. Okay? So if you're up at night with lights um, right in your eyes, keeping up working all night on the computer or um, doing um, caring for somebody all night long as a nurse or whatever right. that you increase for breast mm. cancer. So get sleep. Try to get your hours of work such that you're going to bed at a decent hour, 10 o'clock, 10.30, and waking up at a decent hour. Um, so, so those are just basic, basic things. Then we come to diet. Eat a lot of organic vegetables, minimize the chemicals out there. You can add things like uh, turmeric, curcumin, which are known to be anti-cancer. I mean, you look at the risk the risk for breast cancer, or I should say the incidence of breast cancer in the countries where you, they use turmeric, like Middle East and India. Right, right, right. A lot less right. breast cancer. Right. Okay? And it's because constantly turmeric is used in these foods. A lot of these um, uh, spices and herbs that are used in Middle Eastern cooking are anti-inflammatory, anti-carcinogenic. So use those in your cooking. Go get some Middle Eastern classes in cooking. (laughs) (laughs) How about you putting a recipe thing up on your site? You know, I should. I should put some of my Middle Eastern recipes up. Well, come on. Yeah, they are yummy. I will will do that. Then um, studies have shown, um, you know, we've we've learned a lot about uh, grape seeds. Okay. Um, Grapeseed extract and uh, quercetin, um, the broccoli family, which has the indole-3-carbinol. These all have aromatase aromatase inhibitors, which means that they block um, or they help the breakdown of estrogen. Okay, so they when when you're not getting enough of these foods, estrogen can build up Got in the system, especially if you're more genetically prone to having a higher estrogen. So you want to increase grapeseed extract in your diet. You want to increase grapes in your diet. Um, you want to increase things like onion and garlic, cabbage, apples, because they have a lot of quercetin in them. You know, that's the same. I'm an apple addict right now, thanks to you. An apple a day you. keeps the doctor away, you know, and there's a reason behind that. There was some wisdom to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, citrus fruit. 
have um, nutrients in them, bioflavonoids in them that help modulate your immune system and also act as anti-inflammatory and go around and eat away at the toxic stuff that our cells produce as a result of oxidative damage. So um, citrus is great. One word of caution to all of those of you who are using bioidentical or hormone therapy is avoid grapefruit juice or grapefruit with the bioidentical hormones or, or hormones because it prevents the breakdown of those hormones in your body and increases the risk of breast cancer wow. quite significantly. Thank you, Dr. Darvish. I want to say one thing. When you're picking out grapeseed or any of these, especially, especially when we're talking about resveratrol, I want to make sure you folks know go organic. Thank you, Dr. Darvish. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I do want to add to have one avocado a day, by the way. Yeah, absolutely, baby. We'll <laughs> see you all. Stay tuned for more of the Dr. Pat Show. Things are